Welcome to the PT MindFlip Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Van Pelt, owner of Craft Physiotherapy, your premier mobile PT practice serving Montgomery County in Maryland. This is the podcast where we talk about how to expand your opportunities, mindset, and abilities within physical therapy, flipping the script on what you've been told is your destiny in this ever-evolving profession. I'll be talking with people who are working within their dream and people still looking for their dream to give you the tools and the confidence to direct your own journey. Let's jump into today's episode. everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the PT MindFlip podcast. I'm Phil Van Pelt, and I wanted to take one, maybe two more episodes to share a little bit more of myself with you before I bring some other people on um, to interview them and chat with them about their stories, because I can't just leave you hanging with, hey, I was burnt out, and then I'm done. So obviously, Something else had to happen after that. I'm still a physical therapist, still working as a physical therapist, and I shared a little bit about what I did after I felt burnt out and then just not not really in the right frame of reference for where I was at in my life, um, even just a few short months ago. So this episode, I'm looking to talk with you guys about craft physiotherapy or my concierge physical therapy practice that I've started since the first week of June, actually. Um, So here we are. It's only been about two and a half, three months or so into that process. Um, I'm working part-time, so this isn't a full-time gig for me yet, and I hope to, each month or so, share with you an update as to where I am in the business, what I've been doing, so you can follow along and see how I've built this, right? So this episode is largely going to be about the logistics and the finances of setting that up. And then in the future, I'll talk more about my marketing and um, you know maybe some case studies on patients, et cetera, et cetera. So that we'll kind of figure out and I'll share with you as we go forward. But for today, I'm going to talk about how I set this up, right? Because I haven't even been a physical therapist treating for a full year. So who am I to open up my own practice? Who am I to start my own business? Who am I to, you know... Uh, make this jump when I feel like from very early on we're told we need experience, right? I feel like that's the excuse we're given all the time is, oh, you know, wait till you have more experience, then you'll be a better clinician. Wait till you have more experience, then you can start your own practice. Wait to have more experience, and then, you know, you'll feel comfortable and confident in, like, what you're doing. Um, I, I don't think that's true, and I think there's a lot of people out there who agree with me, and I'm going to encourage you to challenge that and ask, well, Why is that, right? Because there are physical therapists who have 20 plus years experience and they're doing the same thing that we're doing in the clinic. Um, And it just, nothing really changed for them. So why does that experience matter? So a little bit of a ask yourself why, challenge it, think about it, chew on a little bit and see what you come up with. Um, So for craft physiotherapy, I am in Silver Spring, Maryland, and I have a car that I'm fortunate enough to drive. It gets me from A to B and used for home therapy, uh, home health part-time job to pay my bills and to be able to have as an asset for my practice, my business. So craft physiotherapy. Um, I came up with the name because I felt like a lot of people were telling me you know, to work on my craft, to you know, 
how physical therapy is as much of a science as is an art and it's a craft and you have you know you practice it and you get better at it and as you go you know then you start to mold what your own personal style is right how you craft your experience and your yourself as a professional and, and physical therapist so um, it just had a nice flow to it and I liked it and it was one of those I was sitting around with a couple of friends and um, like, one friend had said she really liked it so I ran with it and uh, I started first by figuring out that this was the path I wanted to go right so I had quit my job and I honestly didn't have any other options already laid out as to okay this is my next step I quit my job without a job lined up for me to go into next I didn't know what my next step was uh, and I took a little bit of time and some opportunities to figure that out so I've read I've read a number of books this year I'm very proud of myself for that because uh, I'm not a big reader overall but this year I've read a ton of books and two of those books which were instrumental to me being able to do what I'm doing were one, the Concierge PT Success Formula by Josh Payne. And two, I apologize for the title of this book, but I love it, Fuck Insurance by Danny Matei. Those two books together, I can say, are the foundation of what I've been able to build in terms of knowing that I could do this, and it's a lot simpler than we think, and it's just as complicated as we think when it comes to starting a business. So I am not an affiliate in any capacity for those two, but I would highly recommend reading those two books. They're, you know, about 100 pages, uh, sorry, Josh's book is about 100 pages, Danny's book is about 170 pages. Both are really good and easy reads. And I got Danny's book when it first came out uh, for about $8. I don't know what it is right now, but if you Google fuck insurance, Danny Matei, I'm sure it will come up. And if you look up Josh Payne, and the concierge PT success formula, that will come up. So I looked at a couple different options. Danny Matei's um, approaches more along the lines of a gym PT, so operating out of a CrossFit box or some other fitness facility, you know, leasing a space from them. Uh, I recognized I wanted to be a little bit lower in overhead, right? And I didn't know how fast I'd be able to get this off the ground, and I knew I needed to be able to pay rent and you know, student loans and whatnot. So uh, I did not go the burn the ships method, but more of a let's start this as a side gig and then I'll build it from there and let it organically grow as I go forward. So I'm going to go through the finances and what I bought and paid for, what I did to get this going so that I have a quote operable business. Um, it's very intimidating at first when you don't know it, what to do and where to start. And this is going to be dependent on what state you're living in and the laws and kind of procedures of your state. Uh, I think California or New York, one of those, it's like $700 to get your business registered and get the articles of organization set up. For me in Maryland, it was super easy. Shout out to Maryland for having a quite straightforward process. Um, so I'm going to go through the line and share some of the things that I purchased and paid for, tell you the total cost, and then how much I have in terms of recurring operating costs month to month. These are grouped out a little bit weird because I bought things in chunks, and then I had to go through my receipts and write everything down, so it's a little bit backwards, actually, of the order things actually happened. So bear with me for a moment, but I'm going to go through the list and then give you a total dollar amount, 
and then uh, we'll break it down from there. So I had to buy a new goniometer because mine broke and I bought some lotion for instrument assisted soft tissue work. The, those two together were $32. I bought some dumbbells, two, and th two, three, and five pound dumbbells for $30. I bought a pulse ox, that was mainly for home health, but pulse ox, alcohol pads, alcohol wipes, uh, clipboard, a new gate belt because I couldn't find mine, a file folder, and an equipment bag for $80. I bought 10 pound, a 10-pound and a 20-pound kettlebell for $45. I bought a portable treatment table for $85. And I bought an iPad 6, I think it is, the most recent one, but just the regular one, not the Pro or the Air. I got that for $350, 128-gigabyte version. And I bought a case for $20. I bought the Edge Mobility Tool and the Edge Mobility Suspension Trainer for $117. I bought, I pay $12 for G Suite and $10 for Google Voice to have a local business phone number in this area. I got insurance through CM&F for $620. I got 500 business cards for $30 from Vistaprint. QuickBooks is 10 bucks a month. And I bought some TheraBand for 15 bucks. I bought my domain name for my website for $12. And it cost me $191 to set up my business through the department, the Maryland department, uh, to get the LLC set up. And then last but not least, as I, I count this as an expense, and it's like the biggest chunk, is putting, I put $1,500 into... The, my checking account or the craft physiotherapy checking account at Chase because that is the minimum amount you need to avoid having the monthly maintenance fee of like 12 bucks or whatever it is. Uh, I think it's dumb, but you know, it's one of those things if I can avoid having to pay 12 bucks a month, then I'm going to do it. So, got $1,500 sunk in there that I'm just going to let sit and stay to help keep costs low, and you'll see how low those costs are per month, right? So if you were to add all those up, if you were following along, I think if I got my math right, it comes out to $1,660 or so, which isn't that bad. Then you add the $1,500 for what's going to be sitting in the, in the checking account uh, so that you can keep that account open and have some money in there. And it comes out to a grand total of about $3,160. So for $3,160, I was able to start this business. And if you caught, I only have a few recurring expenses. So QuickBooks at 10 bucks, Google Voice at 10 bucks, G Suite at $12, and that comes to just $32 a month. Those are the only things that I need to pay for each month to be able to, right now, to keep my business operating. Now, obviously, in about a year from now, I'm going to have to, you know, redo my insurance plan um, so if you take the 620 and divide by 12 it comes out to like 51 dollars so if you spread that cost out per month adds another 50 it comes out to about 83 dollars in expenses because that one's a little bit bigger 620 dollars of the 1600 i'm going to count that in for the operating cost from month to month because uh, you have to have that to be able to operate and it's not like you buy your edge tool or you know your dumbbells and then you have them for as long as they, they last. And it's a one-off purchase every so often. It's a little bit of a bigger expense uh, and something you have to have. So I'm gonna count that as part of the operating expenses month to month right now, just for the sake of the example. So it costs 
$3,100 to get going, and then extrapolate it out $80 odd to continue existing as a business. So, not that bad. You know, it, I know $3,000 is a decent chunk of change for some people. Um, it was for myself also. It was kind of scary to watch all the money disappear from my bank account, but um, in the short period of time that it did. But having the low overhead was, was really important to me. It was really nice to have that flexibility because it allowed me, it allows me to have some wiggle room and leeway if I have a slow month or if I have other expenses come up um, in my life, because like I have a 2001 Toyota Corolla with 100 and close to 160,000 miles on it, and it's it's not looking so hot. So eventually, I'm going to need to buy a new car, and I need that car to be able to do this business and as a home health physical therapist. So um, I know the time, the clock is ticking. Time's winding down. Clock is ticking on that one, and that will run me a pretty penny at some point compared to what I've been doing so far. Um, so $3,160 to get started, and depending on how you want to define what the cost, where that cost of the insurance goes, 30 bucks or 80 bucks to keep going, it's quite doable. On the flip side though, I gotta be very honest, I have pretty much just finished out my logistics, right? I'm ready. To move into my marketing phase, start to get the word out about my business, and so I haven't even had my first patient. I was supposed to have one, but you know he had to cancel because he had well his daughter got sick. He had to take her to the daughter uh, to the doctor's office. But um, this is literally from zero to here I am ground level. Um, but for thirty bucks a month, fifty bucks a month, I'll be able to maintain this and then grow this for. Uh, to start my own practice. So it is doable, it is possible. And I want you to know that despite what anybody else tells you, you are good enough to help somebody out there and somebody needs your help as a physical therapist. You are going to be able to do things for people that they will forever be grateful for. You may not be able to fix everybody and I don't think any physical therapist can fix everybody, fix every single case and problem that comes their way. Um, but you are in a spot right now as a clinician to be able to help people. And I think if you decide to put on blinders and put in earplugs to not listen to anything else that says otherwise, and you take that confidence and go forward and say, okay, I will be able to help people, you do help people right now in whatever clinic or scenario you work in. So remember that and then recognize that you could be able to see them outside of where you're working right now. Not that you have to, but... Um, you know, I think it's like, oh, you know, you're not good enough. I'm not good enough yet to be able to do this on my own. I am always going to get better. I'm, you know, I'm doing clinical mentorship and educational opportunities right now that I have ongoing. Also, um, I didn't include, you know, the dollar amounts for everything that I'm doing in terms of my own education to try and accelerate some of this learning um, of how to hone in my marketing, how to better convey my message, how to figure out and keep myself accountable, uh, how to build that presence, that credibility online, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm toying with some things, I'm practicing, I'm getting better. But I hope that helps you guys see that you can do it for pretty cheap. 
And then from there, you can also take this concierge model and go into a brick and mortar spot. You can sublease a space and then move and have a physical location. So there's that flexibility and option as well to go to a physical spot if you so decide. Um, so feel free to shoot me a message if you have any questions about starting a concierge practice. If you're curious about it, let me know. If you have any experience with it and you'd like to be able to talk with me and share your experience, uh, hit me up. Message me on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at PTMindFlip. You can also find me on Facebook at PTMindFlip also. Um, Instagram will be the spot where you can see all the stuff to keep up with updates for the podcast. Also now available on Google Podcasts, still waiting on Apple to go through. But Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Radio Play now available if you're looking to listen into the PT Mind Flip. I hope you guys are having a great day, and I'll talk to you soon.